0: To Hack Republic Radio, my name is Clat2, and uh, today I'm hijacking Deep Geek's series on lightweight apps. And hopefully, I didn't actually coordinate this with him, but hopefully, he was not planning on doing an Enlightenment episode, uh, because that's the application that I wanted to talk about Enlightenment. Now, m- most people have heard about Enlightenment, and maybe a lot of people might have tried it, and you know, it's gotten It's gotten a lot of praise in the past, but it's also kind of been poked fun at in the past, I guess because E17 has been in development longer than KDE4 was. I mean, it was just like a really long time, and still isn't out, so it's still at like E0.16.999.050, I think was the latest uh, release of, of E17. So some people like to kind of make fun of it or whatever, but... Uh, in fact, Enlightenment is a really cool um, desktop shell. And that term is, is their term, but it's really strangely appropriate when you kind of start getting into Enlightenment. Number one, uh, if you are, I mean, if you're interested in lightweight apps, probably you're not interested in f- super fancy, f- you know, gooey environments. Uh, one of the things that you're interested in is either you have a slower computer and want it to respond quicker for you, or you just don't use the GUI features that much, and you really only have a GUI because, you know, like, you need Firefox. And that's such a typical thing. I mean, at least me on my my triple EPC, for, like, a whole month, I, I wasn't... I didn't even bother installing... No, that's not true. A whole week. I didn't even bother installing uh, X because so much can be done, you know, without the GUI, obviously, but it kind of breaks down once you have to go to some weird Web 2.0 website, um, and, you know, the text browsers just aren't going to cut that. So you got to have a GUI sometimes, and Enlightenment makes for a really, uh, really neat one to use. Um, so Enlightenment, when they say that it's a desktop shell, it's because it is a little bit more than a window manager. Um, It is very similar, I think, in feel, to some degree, to like Fluxbox, but there's so much more to it that you can't really just say it's a window manager. Uh, In fact, Enlightenment is doing a lot of work on something that they call the Enlightenment Foundation Libraries, EFL, and that is as I understand it, that is basically its own, like, widget set and, you know, graphics rendering and all that other good stuff. Uh, I think it's also its own sound subsystem, but I I guess I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So it's really, like, oh, it's, you know, it's a really kind of, like, nicely self-contained little environment, and it's really, really easy to compile. This is not something, you know, like KDE, where you have to, I mean, it's it's still compiling something from, from source, and it's, it can be tough but if you're going to do it, um, Enlightenment is one of the things it compiles really well. Um, I've been able to compile it on a couple of different distros uh, as well as on OS 10 for the dreaded um, X11 environment. So I'm, I, I use Enlightenment every day and it's a very stable platform. I, I'm talking about E17 actually, although I do also have E16 on my triple E. So both of these environments are something that I I use literally on an everyday basis. I find it very stable and very attractive and very flexible. Uh, In terms of flexibility, I should probably mention, if you remember the GOS PC, which was the PC that was famously being sold at Walmart, and it had all the Google applications, but no official affiliation to Google, so GOS, um, they were using for at least their first release of their, their environment, which I believe they called Rocket or something like that. They were using, they had based all their stuff on Enlightenment, from what I understand. Like, it was the whole, the, the whole GUI was basically, like, in E17 code, heavily modified to look, you know, a certain way. But yeah, that was kind of cool. I mean, that was a high-profile use of this. And again, on terms of, in, in terms of flexibility, if you go to rasterman.com, that's R-A-S-T-E-R-M-A-N.com, uh, Rasterman is the lead developer of of enlightenment he's got some well first of all he's got some really cool screenshots of you know what he's working on but he's also got stuff that he's doing with enlightenment like he's putting it on he's got it on the free runner the phone he's got it on the n800 he's got it on a trio upon a trio and then like i say i mean i find it very easy to get onto you know any distro and even onto os 10 which i've had a lot of uh in terms of their x11 the, the way that that responds to You know, Unix code sometimes is really quirky, but Enlightenment just works really well with it, deals with everything, you know, quite admirably. Okay, so there's E16, there's E17, right? So E16 is, I guess, the stable version, and it's got a certain look and feel to it. It's got an interesting kind of theory on desktops. Uh, The desktop itself extends beyond your screen, so it's a little bit like just having four virtual desktops, like in a, you know, four quadrants. But the way that E16 handles it is that you've really got only two, but they're just really long. And so if you if you just put your mouse cursor at the edge of the screen, you kind of zip over to the other half of your screen. I mean, it's it's essentially having four desktops, but it's just a little bit different in the way that they, they conceive it. Uh, they also have a little shelf down at the bottom. I think they're called shelves a little window down at the bottom where if you minimize something, it goes into that little space, and you can bring it back up later, just just like a traditional panel or, or kicker or whatever. But it's kind of an interesting way of implementing it. It looks really neat. I think the default is really cool. It's kind of an earth tone look. But if you're into theming uh, at freshmeat.net, you've got lots of different themes for E16 available to you. E17 uses uh, a more traditional um sort of an XFCE-style dock down at the bottom, or top, whatever, wherever you want it. Um, And it has access to the different desktops, it's got access to, you know, minimized programs, and sort of a a menu with all your options in it. Uh, E17 has a lot of GUI configuration tools as well, so if you need to go and modify your menu, uh, it's got a lot of things built in, that you it's pretty hard to miss you can you can modify a lot of stuff just within within the GUI E16 I don't know if someone may have developed GUI tools for that I usually just do my configuration in text files for E16 uh, it's a lot like Fluxbox in that way um, and both are like Fluxbox in the sense that if you just you single you, you write you left click on the desktop you get your root menu, and from your root menu you can go into, you know, your applications or your configuration or whatever. So to modify that in E16, you simply go to uh, the .E16 folder in your home directory, and you'll find a .menu um, file, or a, a series of .menu files, and you can modify those uh, just in text. Actually, you know what, I think those I think those .menu files are actually in slash Var slash lib or something like that, something a little bit odd, like that. But the point is that it's just, it's just text configuration files. Dig around in the dot e sixteen directory in your home directory, and you will you will see where everything uh, lives. It's pretty it's pretty simple, and um, you just put in you know you you can start with the root menu and put down where you want it to go, and then what applications you want each sub menu to contain, etc. etc. But for e seventeen uh, you just go to your root menu there's a like a configuration sub menu and you can you can change the menu around you can change the theme you can do whatever a lot of people associate e seventeen with that with the old default theme, which was called i believe quote bling bling unquote it, it was kind of a brushed metal gold look, and a lot of people liked to make fun of it, but that's gone now. Um, they've got a really nice kind of high contrast. I, the best way I can th- I think of it is like a pencil sketch. It looks really be- it's, it's a really nice um, theme on E17. It's like just lots of blacks and whites, but sort of in a, a unique kind of looking way. So if you didn't like the bling bling look and were too lazy to theme it yourself. Um, or to go to freshmeat.net and grab a new theme. Now you've got a different default theme anyway, and you don't have to worry about it. I think it looks really attractive. It's a a really slick look. Uh, And you can go to enlightenment.org also. Both rasterman.com and enlightenment.org will give you an idea of what they're up to lately. Now the EFL, the Enlightenment Foundation Library, Again, I don't know a whole a whole lot about it because I'm not really a programmer, but it's it's a system of, you know, it's it's a whole bunch of back-ends and things like that. And they're actually developing a couple of different applications so that they'll have native applications for Enlightenment, which is pretty neat. And they look really nice, too. And and everything's lightweight. So it's definitely worth checking out if you need a lightweight uh, environment to work in. And that's pretty much it, really. I mean, that's that's Enlightenment. I mean, the best way to get a feel for it is to try it out. Uh, it doesn 't take a whole lot to install it usually it 's an apt get install away or a yum install away um, or you can build it from source pretty easily it 's not that complex um, yeah, so check it out e seventeen is is looking great it looks really exciting it 's still under development, so you know it, it's it is a development environment but um it does look really cool, but an E16 is super stable. It's great. Check that out if if you're looking for something a little bit like Fluxbox, but just a little bit different. This is definitely something to check out. It's a really cool environment to use, and you can also there's a live CD called E Live that releases all the latest and greatest uh, Enlightenment versions. But there's also Yellow Dog Linux, uh, which was which is written th- which is released for PowerPC platforms. So if you've got a PowerPC Mac or a PlayStation lying around, you can put Yellow Dog on it, and you will be using Enlightenment 17. And it looks pretty nice. It performs really well. So that's another good way to kind of get a feel for Enlightenment in action. So uh, check it out if you're interested. Hopefully this was somewhat informative. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by CARO.net, so head on over to CARO.net for all your hosting needs.